Our God is amazing. Absolutely amazing. We don't uh, coordinate the song services with the messages that uh, God gives me to preach. We don't do that. But God's pretty good at doing that. He's good at doing that. Well, what do you mean, preacher? Well, the title of my message this morning is Finding Strength for Your Journey. They didn't know that. I didn't know they were going to sing that song. There is a God in heaven. <laughs> Absolutely so. Psalm 84, the book of Psalms. This morning, Psalm 84. We were there last Sunday morning uh, in Psalm 84. We focused on the first four verses there. <clears throat> and uh, mostly on verse number four, where it says, Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. We talked about the blessing of being in the house of God. <clears throat> we're going to continue on in this psalm this morning, and hopefully it will be a help to us. We're sure hoping in that way. Psalm 84, let's just read the whole psalm. It's 12 verses, won't take us that long. Help us to just set everything up. Psalm 84, verse number 1. How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts! My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found an house, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee, Selah. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, and whose heart are the ways in whose heart are the ways of them, who passing through the valley of Baca make it a well. The rain also filleth the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob's Selah. Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord is a sun and a shield. Uh, sun and shield, the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Let's pray. We'll get started. <clears throat> Father, it's already been a great blessing to be here this morning. I'm thankful, Lord, that you shine down on services such as this, and you desire to meet with your people I believe we have a desire to meet with you this morning, and so open our hearts and minds to what you have for us. If there's someone here this morning that does not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, I pray you'd speak very clearly to them, uh, Lord, and let them know that's the most important decision uh, that needs to be made before they leave this earth. And then, Lord, for us that do know you, I pray that you'd help us, help us today with your word. Uh, Father, give us uh, clarity of thought and speech. Let us preach the way you'd have it done. We pray and thank you and ask all these things in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for standing for the reading of the Word of God. And please be seated. <clears throat> in Old Testament times, Back during the times of the Old Testament, every Jewish male had to make a journey to Jerusalem to worship God three times a year. It was mandated they had to do it, according to Exodus chapter 23, verses 14 through 17. 
Now, think about it. They're coming from different towns, villages, cities, different to come to Jerusalem. Um, They didn't have nice cars. They didn't have a super highway. Um, As they traveled back during that time, many of them, they traveled in groups for the most part because there were thieves along the way. Uh, Robbers on the trail tried to take advantage of them. Um, There were many other things that made the trip a hard journey. Um, And also, we have to remember that this interrupted their daily lives, the lives that they were living week after week after week. I mean, they had to set aside this time uh, because it interrupted their weekly schedule, their monthly schedule. And so, for some, it took many days to accomplish just to get there and to spend that time and to come back to their home. So it wasn't easy. What I'm trying to say with all of that is that it wasn't easy for them. And another thing that we have to remember where we are in Scripture today is that the book of Psalms is a song book. And in verse number five, the second stanza of this psalm starts, and the psalmist brings out about the strength that it took to travel to Zion, to appear before the Lord. Blessed is a man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them. Um, in the first stanza of the psalm that we looked at last week, it talks about how the, how the uh, travelers, uh, they, they longed for and they, they love the times that they get to go to the house of God. They love those times that they get to go and worship with the people of God. And it was the great love that they had for the Lord and for the people of the Lord and for the Lord's house that made them willing to put out the extra effort it took to go to the house of God there in Jerusalem. Now, beginning here in this stanza, he starts to share with us the great lesson that they had learned. And that lesson is this. When he, this psalmist that was writing, when he could no longer depend upon his own strength, the strength of God, um, the strength that God offered carried him through. When he could no longer depend upon himself, when he could no longer depend upon his strength, the strength of God carried him through. And... As we read this psalm and read it and ponder and, 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 and all, it appears that he found, uh, I love this, it appears that he found great joy in obeying God. He found great joy in obeying God. Come on, this wasn't to him, this wasn't, oh no, it's time to make another trip. No, 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 no. He found great joy in, in this trip and in, in obeying God, doing what God wanted him to do. And therefore, he, he sings of being blessed. He seems to be blessed with the strength that he has found in the Lord. <clears throat> with all of that in mind, we could think of such truths of the Word of God, such as the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's a great truth. No, it's absolutely true. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Those that have the true joy of the Lord in their heart, they they are able to stand in times of trials and tests. They are able to stand when the storms roll in. I mean, the joy of the Lord, it is our strength. We know that it is, and and that could be applied to a lot of areas in our life, without a doubt. However, the psalmist here focuses on one area of which he has found the strength of God sufficient, and that is this, overcoming the obstacles in his way as he made his journey to get closer to God. 
overcoming the obstacles in his way that he found on his journey to get closer to God. Those difficulties along the road to the house of God, to being there with God. There are problems of getting to the house of God. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, the road to the house of God can be difficult even though we have the desire to go in this day and age too, can it? Weather can create problems. It's, 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 uh, at times it seems like rain, rain seems to keep some Baptist home. Some have physical problems, and, that, and that's very real. No, 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 I'm talking about real problems, problems that can make it tough to even walk to the car, problems that can make it tough to get in and out of the building. Some have a hard time sitting for extended periods of time. I mean, it's those, no, no, those are very real. It's true. I'm beginning to learn that getting old ain't for sissies. I'm beginning to learn that. I'm learning. I'm learning. And of course, at times, work schedules create problems. Um, and there are times that people must work to, to sustain their home, their family. That's very understandable. Uh, we have to be careful that we're not arranging our work schedules so that we don't have to go to church. That's a different story, isn't it? I mean, we can't be, can't be doing that. There are times that family or friends drop in at inopportune times. That, that can be a problem, but, but it really doesn't have to be. You know, somebody drops in on a Sunday afternoon in between church services and no, no, what, what am I going to do? Well, invite them to go to church. Just invite them to come, come with you. Oh, no, absolutely. That's not a big, that's not a big problem. I, well, well, you know, what if they don't want to come? Then turn on the TV. Tell them you'll be back after a while. I mean, we need to be in the house of God, don't we? It's, it's really the truth. And we can't forget, we don't need to forget how, how hard it can be to just get the family ready to go. Get them out the door on Sunday morning. No, no, it can be a challenge just to get them out the door, can it? But, but most people just need to determine to get a little earlier start. Okay, that didn't go over very well, but it just seems like the devil fights extra hard on Sunday morning. Man, you can't find your socks, can't find your shoes. It just seemed like, you know, somebody spilt milk all over the kitchen floor, and now I've got to clean that up, and what do you mean you're sick? You're not sick. No, no, I'll show you sick anyway. I mean, all the things that we go through, you know, just to try to get out the door to get to the house of God. It just seemed like the devil fights extra hard. But we need to be in the house of God. We need to be here. I mean, we need that. We need it. And it's obvious that some of these are not, um, are not isolated just to those times that we're headed to church. Other things happen, I know, but they may affect us at those times also. But the lesson that is taught to us here uh, from the psalmist concerns the strength that we can find in God to help us when things do get in the way of getting us to the ho- getting to the house of God. I, I preached last. Wednesday night, I believe it was about the the more you miss church, the less you miss church, or last Sunday morning, or whenever that was, 
But the more you miss church, the less you miss church. You miss a few Sundays, and then it's like it's not a big deal to mix that next Sunday. So we have to be careful. Come on, there is a spiritual battle that goes on with all of this. And if the devil can keep us away from the church, he knows that he's got better chance of um, us not loving God the way that we're supposed to love God. Well, preacher, it's not like we need church. Oh, you're, you're wrong. We need church. Because we need the encouragement of the Word of God. We need to learn more about the Word of God. We need the encouragement of other believers. Come on, come on. We need to see that we're not the only one that's trying to live for God and love God and do the things that God would have us to do. It's a very good thing for us, isn't it? Oh, it's good. We, we, we need this. And the challenge, the challenge that faced them, according to verse number 6, is the valley of Baca. Who passing through the valley of Baca, make it a while. This valley of Baca was also known as a valley of weeping. And what it was, it was a hot, dry, desolate stretch of, of wilderness desert. And it, and it really did present problems as they traveled. It, it presented problems that couldn't be avoided. And to go through it was not an easy task as they faced high temperatures and, and hot winds blowing and dust storms and dry ground. But to avoid it, I mean, to avoid it and go the other way, go around it, it would have added two or three days to their trip. And so that wasn't easy in those days either because they weren't just traveling in a nice vehicle. So every time that this psalmist uh, made his way to the house of God, those hardships were faced. I mean, every time. It wasn't like, oh, I'm so glad they're getting this highway in better shape. No, no, no. Every time that he made this journey, he faced these hardships. There are lessons to be learned in the valleys. We can learn lessons. Because see, you and I are on a big journey. We're on a big journey. It's called life. And during this journey, we're going to go through hard times. We're going to go through rough places. And I think that I can speak for everyone and say the load gets heavy at times, doesn't it? Not like the way is always smooth. There are times that it's rough and harder. Without a doubt. The pressures that we face in this life are very real. And those pressures can get us down. They can get us down if, if we allow them to do so. And in times like these, in times such as those, we must remember, blessed is the man whose strength is in the Lord. That's what the psalmist said. <clears throat> we do know... That the way can be hard, and that's why we have to prepare for it. I was listening to a song this morning as I drove here to the church. And it was talking about how it was talking about how we're quick to run to the Lord when trouble begins. When we get into trouble or hard times start, we're quick to run to him then. But the point of the song was that we really should just stay real close to him all the time. Not just during the rough times. We can prepare for those times that it's harder 
And it's good that we do so. We're talking now about, about, about what the psalmist is referring to, making his way, of course, to the house of God. So let me ask you a question. When is the best time to prepare for Sunday morning church services? Saturday night. That's the best time to prepare. You know, it's real hard to worship the Lord and really even get what God has for us if we stay up all night Saturday night. And we can barely drag ourselves out of bed and drag ourselves to church and really try to catch a nap during the preaching. (laughs) Not that anybody would ever do anything like that. But wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be a lot better and a lot easier if on a a Saturday evening we'd say, man, get to go to church in the morning. Boy, let's get our clothes laid out. Let's get the kids' clothes laid out. Let's get everything done. Hey, lights off, to, lights off early tonight. Well, it's going over real good too. But anyway, it really would make things a lot easier if we would prepare on Saturday night to come to worship God on Sunday morning. And that we would, that we would make it a point that, hey, you know, we don't have to ask whether or not we're going to go to church Sunday morning. It's already been asked. That we make provision, that we prepare the kids, that we prepare our heart, that we do go to bed early. I mean, those are things that we can do and things that we should do to prepare, to be prepared. Come on, we're coming to meet God, right? Somebody say amen. We're coming to meet God. We should be prepared for those times. However, there will be obstacles at times that seem beyond what we can handle. And, and when that is the case, we can find strength in the Lord to do it anyway. We're going to fight through this anyway. We're not going to let anything stop us. We're going to do what God would have us to do. We're going to continue on. We're going to make it. We're going to do this. This was written as a personal testimony of this psalmist. His testimony is that he found the strength that he needed in the Lord. That's his testimony. Man, I found the strength that I needed in God to do those things, to get to the house of God, to to make it through these obstacles. I mean, you know, when someone else has a testimony of how God has helped them along the way, it's always good to take heed. I said, it's always good to take heed when somebody begins to testify how God has helped them and God has guided them and God was there for them. It's always good to take heed because what God does for somebody else, he'll do for you. He'll do for us. Come on, our God is no respecter of persons. Red, yellow, black, and white, all are precious in his sight. I mean, he loves us all. He cares about us all. He wants to help us all. He wants to give us all the strength. All of us, the strength that we need to do the right thing, live the life that he would have us to live, go the way that he would have us to go. I mean, even to be in the house of God. And if you've ever thought, well, preacher, you know, that's good for you because you're a preacher. That's good for so-and-so because, I mean, you know, they seem to be more, you know, that's good for you, but that's not going to work for me. I'm telling you, if you've ever thought that way, you can rest assured that is just the devil trying to keep you down. Because God's there for you. Well, I don't feel like he's there. doesn't matter if we feel like he's there. By faith, we know he is there. And we know he can help us. Here's the problem. Many, many, many times when we need that type of help from him, we don't ask. We throw our hands up. We throw in the towel. 
we give up. We think that it's not for us. We think that we can't do this. Well, I'm, I'm just too weak. Well, we're going to get to that here in a minute. I'm just too weak. You, you are. I am. These are not things that we can always accomplish by ourselves, are they? Come on, we're talking about spiritual matters. We're talking about, we're talking about God helping us to be what he would have us to be. Our God is not a respecter of persons. And what he did for this psalmist, he'll, he will do for us. In Psalm chapter 121, verse number, uh, verses number 1 and 2, it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heavens and earth. Now, come on. We know that God created the heavens and the earth. If he created the heavens and the earth, don't you think he's probably... Are ready and able to help us? No, come on, if he's all-powerful. He made the rocks and the hills and the water and everything else that you see and know of. I mean, he did that. I'm pretty sure that he can help someone like us when we need the strength that, what, uh, that he has to offer. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made Perfect in weakness. No, God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. When we are weak, He is strong. But we have to acknowledge that and lean upon Him and call upon Him. Well, preacher, He knows what we need. Uh, absolutely, and I'm thankful for that. He, I'm thankful. But He wants us to be dependent upon Him. And we show that dependence by calling upon Him. By, by asking Him, Father, I, I need Your help here. I, I'm not doing so well. I'm, I'm failing miserable. I, 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 my strength is about gone. I, I need help that I can continue to stand and do the right thing. I'm telling you, He wants us to acknowledge our weakness and our dependence upon Him. He's our God. He's our Heavenly Father. He's loving and He's caring and He's merciful and He's kind and He's generous and that list can go on and on. And He cares about us and He wants us to live a good, godly life. He wants that. It's His desire. Come on. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. He wants us to live a good, godly life. He, he wants us to have the joy that He offers. He, he wants that for us. He's just waiting for us to be more dependent upon Him. But we can't miss this next point. And the next point is this. There was a passion that provided the psalmist's perseverance. No, no, verse number 5 here. Again, blessed is a man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them. In whose heart are the ways of them. His testimony had already been that his heart cried out for the Lord. Uh, in the first part of the psalm. That his heart cried out for the Lord. So this wasn't some, this wasn't some casual desire for the Lord. That, it wasn't some casual desire for the house of God. No, 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 no. This, this is not someone that desired to have a relationship with the Lord based upon their own terms. I have a relationship with you, God, as long as I can do it my way. No, 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 no. That's not where this guy's heart is. No, not, 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 not at all. The psalmist wanted the strength that he needed for that journey because, listen to me, because his heart was in it. Right. 
This is not something he felt forced to do. This is something he had a deep desire to do. He, 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 he desired the ways of them. That's what it said. And when he spoke there of them, he was referring to the things that we see in the first part of this psalm. He was referring to the tabernacles. He was referring to the courts of the Lord. He was referring to the living God. He was referring to God's altars. And he was referring to God's house. And somebody might say, well, well, you know, um, why did he have such desires for that? Well, Psalm 37, 4 says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give thee the desires of thine heart. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he, God, will give thee the desires of thine heart. And we'd love to read that verse this way, to say that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, that he will give us the things that our heart desires. But that's not what the verse says. That's not what it's implying. No, not at all. Come on, stay with me here. That's not what it's implying at all. What it does say is that if we are truly, truly delighting ourselves in the Lord, that he will put the right desires in our heart. That he puts those desires in there. Come on. Saved out of a drug addiction at the age of 27. I had no desire for God. I had no desire for the people of God, for the house of God, the word of God, nothing of God. God put those desires in there. He gave me the desire to go to church. He gave me the desire to read the Bible. He gave me the desire to be around other people of God. He gave me that desire. It was him that did that. He did that. Desire to talk to him, desire to read his word, desire to tell other people about him, to fellowship with with others that know him, to come to his house. And with that thought, please listen to me, please. With that thought fresh in our mind, would you say that you're truly delighting yourself in the Lord? No, I'm asking you. Because the Bible says if we're delighting ourselves in the Lord, He will give us the right desires in our heart. So with that promise from God, I mean, can we honestly say to ourselves that we are delighting ourselves in the Lord? Well, he's saying, preacher, I'm asking, is there proof in your heart that you're doing so? Is there proof in your heart? The word ways there, in verse number 5, it's a word that's often translated, it's a Hebrew word that's often translated highway. Highway. I love this part. That, that, that pathway that he took through the valley to get to the house of God, it was a difficult highway, a difficult uh, pathway. We already talked about that. But he had a highway in his heart that made it seem easier. It's like, man, whatever it takes to get to the house of God, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, my, my, my Lord's going to be with me. Whatever way I have to travel, whatever I have to do, whatever obstacles I have to face, it's nothing compared to that God that loves me so. I mean, he had a desire to continue on and, and do those things that were hard so he could get to the house of God, so he could get closer to God. I, I, I must confess, I, I, I must, uh, boy, 
boy, boy, saved out of the lifestyle I was all those years ago. And, 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 and after I was saved, I, 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 I fell back into sin for a time, for, for a time and got, got, got away from God. And, and, and I mean far away from God, but I just couldn't get away from God. And I can remember in, in my backslidden state, driving around the town that I was in at the time on a Wednesday night, I mean just strung out to no end, and driving by a church building, and cars parked all around, and I thought, I've got to go in there, and I did. Because I couldn't get away from God. Oh, no, 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 once you're saved by the grace of God, you're not getting away from God. And I couldn't get away from God. And I couldn't get away from... No, no, I couldn't get away. God was trying to help me. I mean, those desires had been placed at my heart at one time. And, 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 and God was trying to help me. And He gave me that desire to stop that night. He gave me that desire to try to make my way back to Him. It was Him that did that. I'm telling you, our God is faithful. And He wants to help us. He wants us to live a life that's going to be a good life. He, he wants us to have His joy. He, he wants all of that. And I'm telling you, He can put a highway in our heart that makes us think, man, I don't care what anybody says or what anybody else does or, 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 or what obstacles are put in my way. I'm going to God. He makes that possible. It's our God that makes that possible. And again, he received strength from the Lord because his heart was in it. His heart was in it. His heart was in it. When we start treating church attendance like going to any place else, going to a show, going to a park, going to... Walmart (laughs) makes me break out in hives every time I think about it. If we start treating church attendance like that, there's something wrong in our heart. Because, Because church is unlike any other organization in this world. The strength that he had to make the journey was a blessing from God because his heart craved the things of God. And again, someone, please listen, someone who views worship just as a duty, they're never going to understand the blessings for strength that God gives those that are motivated by desire. I know, no, I understand this. I understand it perfectly. I know, being in ministry all these years, I understand this. Sometimes we just have to do our duty, don't we? Come on, we're human beings. And sometimes it's just like we, yeah, no, no, we just push ourselves. We do it because it's the right thing to do. But it shouldn't be that way week after week after week after week after week after week. There should be desire. Real desire. His heart craved the things of God. And the level of our desire influences the level of our determination. 
The more we have a desire to draw closer to God, be in the house of God, I mean, it makes us more determined to do whatever we have to do to get us there. And when we are determined to do those things that keep us close to God, please listen to me, with a pure heart, to do those things that keep us close to God with a pure heart. Come on, Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And when we're determined to do the things that we need to do to stay close to God with a pure heart, we will begin to see that God provides the strength that we need to do so. It's God that provides that strength. It's God that keeps us going. And when we have lost all desire for those types of things, we have a heart problem. There's something wrong somewhere. Something isn't what it's supposed to be. There's a principle to be learned here also. Look at verse number 7. We're, going, no, we're, we're, we're getting close to the end. Look at verse number 7. It said, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. They go from strength to strength. The arm of flesh will fail you, won't it? I mean, let's just be honest. When it comes to seeking and living, seeking and living for God, Human strength will not suffice. It won't suffice. It won't keep us going. It'll fail us. You've probably heard statements before like, um, well, he's going to make it through this. He's just a strong person. Or, or, or something like, um, with the family support that, that he has, he'll be okay. But here's the problem with that mentality which is a humanistic mentality, by the way. Here's the problem with that mentality. There are often times that your family cannot be there. Even your church family at times, that they can't be there. And it is often true that when someone is going through a hard valley, that they realized that they were not as strong as they thought they were. Isn't that right? And even in those times when no one else can be there for us, we have one that will be. Boy, so many stories. It was God that pulled me out of that drug house that day. That prompted me to go back to my wife and pastor and tell them I had a drug problem and I needed help. It was God that did that. So preach, it's not like I'm facing any big drug problem. Thank the Lord for it. But whether you're facing a big drug problem like I was all those years ago, or whether you're just not close to God like you should be. When God prompts us, if we'll do the right thing, He'll do what He can do. 
God will bless those with strength whose trust is in Him when their strength is tested. Whose trust is in Him when our strength is tested. Because they'll turn to God. They'll turn to God in prayer. Look at verse 8. Come on, we're, 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 we're moving along good. Verse 8. O Lord, of, o Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Well, preacher, what do I need to do? I mean, if I'm just, what do I need to do? Call on God. Turn to God in prayer. Talk to Him about it because He's the only one that can fix it. Become more dependent upon Him. Spend more time with Him. It wouldn't hurt some people to turn off their computer and turn off their telephone and get off of Facebook and Twitter and whatever thing. It wouldn't hurt, it wouldn't hurt some people to give, give that time to God. It might just help their spirituality, possibly. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm trying to be very, very truthful about this. There's some people who are more dependent upon Facebook than they are God. They have problems, they run to Facebook and ask their pe- all, their, all their people, all their friends, what they can do about this and that. I'm telling you, it's God that has the answer. They turn to God in prayer. But then they trust God for the strength to keep going. Look on down verse number 12. It says, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. So we turn to God. We ask Him for that help. He gives us strength. I mean, we're trusting in God for the strength to keep on going. We're trusting in Him. It's in Him. Surely I'm not the only one that's ever laid on my face and prayed, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to keep going. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. I need something from you if I'm going to keep on doing what I'm supposed to do and living the way I'm supposed to live, going the way that I'm supposed to. I need something from you. Trusting in him. No more trust in Bill Marshall. No more trust in this old flesh. In him, and he does give strength. It's an amazing thing. Brother Stevens, it's an amazing thing how God can give us the strength we need to keep on going when we don't feel like we can keep on going. They know God can protect them. Verse number nine Behold our God, behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed, our, our shield. I mean, God can protect us, God can help us, and, and, and they know that God can provide. Verse number 11 For the Lord God is a sun and shield, the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withheld from them that walk uprightly. God can provide. And will provide as we trust in Him. As we ask Him for direction. The bottom line of this is that God is ready to bless us with His strength when we're going through the valleys of life. He's ready to bless us with His strength when we determine, I'm going to live my life for God. I'm going, to, I'm going to do the things that God would have me to do. I'm going to lead my family in the way that God would have them to go. I'm not going to fear, please stay with me, I'm not going to fear anything as I lead my family the way that God wants them to go. 
Well, preacher, I just don't want to be cramming stuff down my kid's throat. I'm not talking about cramming anything down your children's throat. I'm talking about training them up in the way that God would have them to go. Because if we're not doing that as parents, guess what training they are getting? Our strength is tested by the obstacles. I know that's right. The the trials that we face as we try to make our way to Him, it, it tests our strength. And if we'll be perfectly honest, we'll admit that it's not our strength that's going to get us through this. But God can give us the help that we need through any valley that we might walk through. And if we're truly seeking Him, stay with me, I'm stopping right here. If we're truly seeking God, delighting ourselves in Him, delighting ourselves in Him, He'll give us strength and according to His Word, He will fill us Fill our heart with more desire to meet with them in his house on his day. He'll give us that desire. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. If you have to drag yourself to church every time it's time to come to church, maybe there's a problem. Finding strength for your journey? Well, it may, it may be as easy as making a trip to these old-fashioned altars this morning. And just asking God to fill your heart with the right desires. Lord, I need strength. I can't do this can't be the mom I'm supposed to be. I can't be the dad I'm supposed to be. can't be the child I'm supposed to be. can't be the teen I'm supposed to be. I can't. I can't. I can't, Lord. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I need you. And if that's the case, why put it off any longer when we know that God's waiting for us, ready and able to give us His strength to make the next step. Would you bow your heads with me? Let's, let's all bow our heads for a moment. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed for a moment. Please. Very good possibility someone's here this morning would say, Preacher, I'm not even sure I'm saved. I'm not even sure I know Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I'm not even sure about that. And, and Pastor, would you just remember me in prayer? I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'll do anything today, but... Would you just please remember me in prayer? You're here like that this morning. Would you allow me to pray for you? Would you just slip your hand up wherever you're at? I'll not point you out. I'll not call you out. God bless your heart there and there. I appreciate your honesty. 
You may put your hands down. Others, others, yeah, preacher, that's me. I'm not even sure I know Christ is my Savior. Would you please, please pray, pray for me? Anybody else? You didn't raise your hand before. I, I'd like to pray for you. I can't get saved for you, but I'd sure like to pray for you. Anybody else like that? Anyone at all? Anyone? You're here this morning and say, preacher, God spoke to my heart. I'll not try to figure out how He spoke to your heart. But you say, God spoke to my heart this morning, and I have a need that only God can, that only God can fill, that only God can fulfill. I have a need this morning, preacher. Would you please pray for me? Would you allow me to do that? Just slip your hand up wherever you have and allow me to pray for you right there. God bless your honesty. There, 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 over here, back there. God bless you. Others, yeah, preacher, that's me. I really need God to do something to my heart. Would you please pray with me, for me, about that? Would you allow me to do that? Just slip your hand up. Didn't raise your hand before. Right there. God bless your honesty. Appreciate that. Over here. God bless you. Appreciate that. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We pray for those in here that do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. We, we pray that they would even come this morning, God, that we'd be able to take them aside, take a Bible, show them how they can have it all settled if they're just willing to put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then for the other needs around this auditorium, Lord, I have no idea what they are, but you do, and they do. And so we pray your perfect will would be done in all of this. Bless this time, Lord, of invitation. Help us to yield ourselves to you for the strength that you offer us. We pray and thank you in Jesus Christ's wonderful name.